Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Preach Network. I'm going to call this Preach Network Presents, I think, until Mr. Trav is back with us. Unfortunately, he is out uh, sick again this week. Please send him uh, your well uh, your well with it wishes, easy for me to say, over at Basic Boy Gaming on Twitter, at Seth Trav. Hopefully he'll be back with us soon. Uh, I look forward to our podcast season every single week, and I miss him, uh, you know, when he's not here. This is a one of our big interactions we talk on the phone and uh you know through text all the time we work together um in a way uh and of course we do the podcast together but i miss having him around so mr trap if you're out there like you know get well soon gotta have you back here on the show man miss you miss you bro feel better as soon as possible um you know but of course you know take take your time but you know just i want you i want to send good feelings your way and speaking of sending good feelings your way i hope to send good feelings out there to all of you in the internet land as we go through this mini uh trifecta of shows we're going to kick it off with the preachcast start with uh <laughs> then follow it up with tales from the crib and finish it off with um the switch it up show now i actually was so uh, i was going to originally do this um, recording tomorrow on Friday the 8th but actually I just went through put on put all the show together planned everything out and personally I just thought it looked too good and I was getting a little uh, excited and I said you know what I am just going to go ahead and we're going to record this today uh, so without any uh, you know further ado ladies and gentlemen let's get this started <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for another mini installment of The PreachCast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, The PreachCast is a podcast where we like to talk about different things that we appreciate in the wide world of entertainment. Uh, we cover music, movies, um, I was like, music again, uh, games, pretty much anything, anything that we're, you know, you know, hype on for the moment. It could even we did an episode on sandwiches once. Um, you know, we'll talk about it right here. Uh, just want to give a little intro in case this is the first time you're ever turning into the preachcast. But we've been around for a little bit uh, now, and I hope you guys stick around for a little while as well. And we're gonna start off uh, this episode of the preachcast with the way that we always started off with, and that is going to be just preach play. Our little intro music here. We like to have, we like to have fun, you know. Uh, Just Preach Play is a segment where we play uh, a trailer. We go over to trailers.apple.com, pick out one of the highest-rated trailers out there that we know nothing about. So the idea is that each and every single week we are learning about a different movie that we have uh, no idea about, and then we just kind of like live commentate on top of it uh, right here as we experience it together. And this week, uh, the trailer that we're checking out is widows now again like i said i know nothing about this so i'm going into this blind uh it looks really cool it's got a lot of stars in it but um what we're gonna what you're gonna do is you're just gonna go over to trailers.apple.com you can pull this up and watch it together with me so i'm sure you're tired of listening to me so let's listen to this trailer in three two one we're gonna just preach play happened in the world that normal now passes as excellence? Yeah. 
we lower our standards? We are living in an environment where people are blind. What you don't see, you don't know. Out of sight, out of mind. Husbands aren't coming back. We're on our own. They stole a lot of money. And now people want it from us. Now the best thing we have going for us is being who we are. Why? Because no one thinks we have the balls to pull this off. This whole thing goes wrong. I want my kids to know that I didn't just sit there and take it. I did something. In this city, you reap what you sow. Let's hope so. trailer looks awesome uh off the bat i see michelle rodriguez uh liam neeson colin farrell uh there are a ton of famous actors and actresses in this this looks like a mixture between like goodfellas uh versus um that new oceans there's a little bit of a heist movie to it uh and of course it's like it's an all uh it's in widows it's like an all um it's like mostly like an all uh women cast uh this looks really cool um I think it. I, I would definitely go see this uh, in the theater as soon as it comes out. If you are interested, by all means, ladies and gentlemen, head on over to trailers.apple.com, watch the trailer for yourself, and let me know over on Twitter what you think about it. Um, it is at Preeshcast, P-R-E-E-S-H-C-A-S-T, and uh, you know we can uh, continue the conversation over there. And speaking of that movie, uh, with uh, the all-women uh, like Oceans movie, the heist movie. It's actually coming out this week in Coming Attractions. Coming Attractions is our weekly box office recap where we talk about some of the movies that are coming out this week. I hit you with a very brief synopsis. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I kind of just give you my uh, basic thumbs up or thumbs down. And since I started mentioning it earlier, why don't we talk about Ocean's 8? Debbie Ocean gathers an all-female crew in an attempt at an impossible heist in New York City's yearly Met Gala, starring Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, and Mindy Kaling. Um, I, I actually only seen a little bit of one of the Ocean's movies before. I really need to sit down and watch them, but what I saw, like, I think it was on HBO, and it came on, and I was like, what is this? I'm like, I need to, I need to know where this is going. So I feel like I have a treasure trove of movies that I need to watch, and that being said, I think Ocean's 8 is going to be super cool. I am definitely excited to check it out. So let's keep this rolling. There are, looks like there's, let's do three. Oh man, this is coming out this week. We're doing three more movies. Um, let's roll on to Hotel Artemis. Set in riot-torn near future Los Angeles, Hotel Artemis follows the nurse 
who runs a secret members only emergency room for criminals. This looks really, really cool. It stars Jodie Foster, Sophia Butella, Dave Batista, and Sterling K. Brown. Um, we actually did, I think we did just preach play for this one a little while ago. Uh, it is billed as an action crime thriller, and I think there's a little bit of comedy in there. It's like, like it says in the description, uh, if you're a criminal, this is kind of the hotel you go to, you know, or not hotel. It's the, uh, like the, uh, hospital, uh, that you go to for treatment. So they keep everything hush, hush, hush. Ugh. Uh, the trailer for this is really good. Uh, this looks awesome as well. Um, Hotel Artemis. I'm definitely going to give that a thumbs up. This might be like, oh, this is the weekend to go see a movie, ladies and gentlemen. This thing is crazy. Um, up next, we have Hereditary, which I am dying to see. When the matriarch of a of the Graham family passes away, her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. Um, this is billed as like the scariest movie ever. It is getting sold really, really hard. Uh, it's got a ton of buzz over it. Uh, it has an 86 uh, on Metacritic right now. Very positive. Uh, I am super excited to check this out. It is a limited release this week, so um, yeah, which is weird because I feel like it's getting such a buzz. Uh, but it is marked as limited release, so if you are interested, uh, go see it. I'm sure it'll do well enough to open wide. Uh, but Hereditary looks insane. Uh, I've only seen a couple of the teasers from when it first uh, came around. I haven't seen any of the more recent trailers. Um, trying to, uh, no, I'm not like, you know, anti-watch, don't watch trailer or anything like that. I want to, I want to know about it, uh, but I just haven't seen as much. So if you go out and see Hereditary, don't spoil it for me, but let me know over on Twitter at PreachCast, uh, what do you think about it? And lastly, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to bring it down. We're going to bring it down a little bit, because uh, this is uh, one of the more serious movies uh that are on there it's a documentary and it is won't you be my neighbor and i'm telling you if if you speaking of movies you, uh, you, you may or may not want to watch your trailer for if you watch your trailer for this you have the tissues ready okay because you are definitely going to roll it here this movie is an exploration of the life lessons and legacy of iconic children's television host fred rogers it is the mr rogers documentary um it's uh I, I i know i personally grew up with mr rogers i watched it all the time when i was little and uh to be able to kind of see like how the show uh, was put together and like a little bit of uh you know fred rogers backstory uh i'm sure they will cover the time that he had to go to congress and testify uh like there is a ton of uh, of really interesting tidbits and I'm anxious to learn more about the story myself because I really don't know that much about it but watching the trailer really pulls you in if you were a fan of Mr. Rogers or just television production in general you will probably want to check this out um, by far um, so like I said this is a packed week for the theater Ocean's 8 Hotel Artemis, Hereditary, and Won't You Be My Neighbor. Four very different movies, uh, but all of them are straight quality. Uh, and we are going to try to keep the quality rolling right here on the Preach Network. We have come to an end here of the PreachCast. I hope you enjoyed you know, what I laid out here for you on this mini episode. And stay tuned, because up next, we have Tales from the Crib.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Tales from the Crypt. My name is Glenn and I'll be your host as together we explore the wonderful world that is Gateway Horror. I am super excited to bring you an awesome packed show. I was, I was literally, as I was doing the notes for this show, as I said in the, uh, in the pre-cast, I was too excited. It was just too good, too many awesome things going on in just the world of horror and the world of entertainment. Uh, in the world of Nintendo Switch this week, I said I need to sit down and I need to do these podcasts tonight. I can't wait any longer. So I need to hear that music for Tales from the Crib. I love it. Miss you guys. Um, we've been uh, doing this uh, triple episode every week now uh, as I uh, juggle a couple of the a couple of the shows. Hopefully, uh, we'll have Mr. Seth Trap back with us uh, shortly. Um, busy time for me at work as well. Uh, so uh, hopefully, you'll see me uh, being a little bit more active on Twitter, uh, like a little bit more soon. But please reach out to me. Give me give me a, give me a poke. I can't poke on Twitter. That's Facebook. But you know, give me give me uh, like a message and at me. Tag me in something uh let me know uh that you're listening you're digging the shows because uh, i'm trying to make sure that you have a new tales from the crib each and every single week i've been batting a thousand lately on new episodes and that's really what i'm going to be concentrating on but we have a lot of awesome horror to concentrate on this episode i've never i don't know if i've ever talked for this whole for this whole song we'll keep it going we have a lot of awesome topics uh to talk about and we're really going to focus on one and we're going to go right into it in our news segment where we focus on all the things that we want to talk about called the buzz there it is see i'm a professional ladies and gentlemen don't try this at home the buzz is our weekly weekly i can say that now horror news segment where we talk about some of the like big things that are going on in the world of horror now as i record this it is 9 50 eastern standard time june 7th a thursday if you will ladies and gentlemen and and the trailer for halloween drops tomorrow now i was a big factor in when i was going to record this because i was thinking to myself self are you going to record the episode and play the trailer like you do in just preach play on the preach cast uh, and kind of react to it in the moment? And I'm tempted to do that. Don't get me wrong. I really, I really want to. I might do that when uh, I get home tomorrow. Uh, but to be honest, I'm going to want to watch that trailer as soon as I possibly can. Uh, in fact, I was going to even look up to see if I could watch it at midnight tonight. That's how excited I am for this trailer. But I was like, you know what? I, I've seen these like little teasers that have been getting posted for the Halloween trailer release. That's the world that we live in right now, where we have a trailer for the trailer. Uh, and I thought, you know, I would play uh, a couple of them. They're only like, I mean, they're like 30 seconds long. Maybe there's like two words of dialogue in each one of them. Uh, but they're cool. Um, I wanted to talk about them. They got me excited for the trailer. So uh, I'm sure if you're listening to a show about gateway horror hosted by one person, uh, you are also like, you know, the type of person who gets excited for the trailer of the trailer. Uh, so I'm glad we can appreciate that together. So, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let's go ahead and listen to the uh, first teaser. Now, you can go check these out because I was hoping I could just like see them on um, on their YouTube channel. But that is not the case. It's not as easy as you would think. you got to go to Halloween Movie Twitter. That is at Halloween Movie. And you can watch two of these. The first one is 16 seconds long. And we're going to listen to it right now. He killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. You don't believe in the boogeyman. 
Super excited to hear that music come on again, and basically uh, all you hear is just a little bit of the lore of uh, Michael Myers right there, but the really, really good one. Oh, there it is again. The really, really good one uh, is this next one right here. Let me pull this up for you. This actually came out uh, today earlier. Um, about It's about 11 hours uh, old, uh, and it's got some, uh, some good scenes in it. Let me go ahead and hit this one up for you. It is 10 seconds long, so a little bit more, not much. I've waited for him. He's waited for me. So all you get there, of course, is um, just uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, what seems uh, like she is in a very rural setting, like she's been hiding, um, like just waiting for Michael Myers to come after her. Kind of like in Scream, I think it's Scream is it Scream 3? I think where Sydney Prescott has gone off into like, you know, the mountains of California uh, and she does like that. Um, it's like, I don't think it's, it's like a hotline for support that she does and she's like hiding out um, from Ghostface. It reminds me very much of that. Uh, it seems like she knows that Michael Myers is like on his way uh, to come get her. They've both been waiting for this and like it's like a final showdown. That's that, that's at least what I get out of it. If you've seen these trailers uh, for the Halloween movie, which you can watch by going to the Halloween Twitter at Halloween movie uh, on Twitter. Please let me know what you think over, of course, on Twitter at From the Cribbed. We can talk about it a little bit. Personally, I'm really excited. I think the movie is going to be fun. Uh, I can't wait to watch the trailer tomorrow. I'm sure we're going to go back and forth about that over on Twitter. I'm having fun. And speaking about things uh, that I think we should talk about on Twitter, let's talk about I Scream You Stream. I Scream You Stream is a segment where I like to talk about some uh, different things that are available across the streaming services that I think you know you might just want to watch and this week we went with hulu we kind of dip and uh dab between all the different streaming services but hulu i feel like had the best um you know kind of best lineup this week so i went with that first thing that um i wanted to uh, bring up i'm actually going to check it out tomorrow but if anybody has seen it before uh please like let me know i'm excited for this uh it is uh it's a comedy called ghosted uh and it stars um one of the um main uh main people from uh is Daryl from The Office, and then uh, the guy from Parks and Rec, um, like the mayor. Is it like mayor? Well, he's not the mayor anymore, but is it Ben? I think his name is Ben. Uh, and it's a comedy. And basically they are, um, Ben is like a paranormal investigator, and uh, Daryl uh, is like, does not buy into it at all. But they get um, somehow matched up uh, to go through this town and investigate some of the paranormal happenings. Um, apparently it made it for one season. It's called Ghosted. It's on Hulu. Um, I think it sounds uh, interesting. It looks like it's funny. I'm not, uh, I mean, I, I like all horror. Um, horror comedy it can be really fun if it's done right because good horror comedy takes that like cheesiness of horror and just kind of like exploits it in like the best way. Uh, which is awesome because not all horror has to be scary. In fact, some of our favorite horror movies like Fright Night, not really all that scary at all. Some parts like a little like maybe when you're a kid or like creepy, but you watch it now and it's just like like a good time. Uh, and I feel like this show has the capability to be a really good time. Uh, so that's Ghosted over on Hulu. I would definitely recommend you check that out. Next up is an anthology film called Charlotte. 
I also have not seen this, but I definitely want to because uh, I like an anthology film and I like the setup of an anthology film usually because that's like a big thing now. It seems like every anthology film has to have like kind of a gimmick to explain why these movies are coming together. With VHS tapes, it was like a series of VHS that were in this creepy house. Uh, but in this one, basically there is this doll, like this evil doll like Charlotte, kind of like Annabelle. And she like... Uh, ties up this uh this girl in this house and she's like you're gonna watch these scary movies and they're gonna get scarier and scarier and i'm like that's ridiculous kind of reminds me of night of the living dummy if like he was if slappy was like you're gonna watch these scary films um i really want to see like what that's all about i want to see the setup i want to see the doll move and i want to see the actual um you know the actual movies uh that are featured i guess they're probably shorts uh, that are featured in this. Uh, the movie is called Charlotte. It is on Hulu. I think it's going to be a really, really good time. Um, please, if you've seen that, let me know, um, you know where my expectations should be at. Um, I always go into a movie just expecting to have fun. That's really the only time I'm ever disappointed. If I go into a movie and I didn't like, you know, I didn't have a good time. I don't have. I don't think this is going to be like the best movie. I want it to be cheesy and and funny. And if you've seen Charlotte, let me know, uh, you know, what I'm in for. And then lastly, I'm going to round this out with a classic. And in my mind, it is a modern classic. Some company out there needs to do uh, a big, like, awesome release of this movie. Because it is way too good not to have, like, the best transfer and all the bonus features and the makings of I need to see as much as possible about this film. And that is Event Horizon. I feel like I talk about this every now and then. Usually it pops up on... um, uh, the next segment, which is Shop Smart, uh, where we talk about some of the movies that are super cheap on Amazon that you should check out. But I'm telling you, if you haven't seen Event Horizon, you absolutely owe it to yourself. It is over-the-top horror sci-fi. It is one of the newer... So it come, came out in the 90s. I think it's like 97. This movie is scary. If you were out there and you're like, no movie scares me, this movie will make you jump. Um, it, is super, it is super scary. It is very gory. It is not for the faint of heart. But if you like sci-fi and you like horror, you will have a great time with this. Uh, it stars, I think I think Lawrence Fishburne is in this. I think he's one of the main, uh, the main people, as well as Sam Neill. Uh, and basically there is this ship that um, is working on like kind of like I don't know what do they call in Star Wars like the hyperdrive where you can like you know go like super super fast it's kind of like that but this ship actually actually has the power to like fold time so what happens is like they're, they're like what's the quickest way to get from like you know here to there like you fold the universe uh, like in half like this that's what this engine can do uh, and you go through um, you know through this wormhole and basically a ship has gone missing they can't seem to find it then they get a distress signal and they have to go investigate it so very similar to like aliens they they find this ship that they thought disappeared in this wormhole like years and years ago and they have to go check it out uh, but I'm telling you, it is crazy. Uh, there are really creepy creatures, really awesome special effects. Uh, it's a whole like mental thing going on. You, like it's there's there's more to this movie. It's not just gore, but uh, I feel like if you're a horror fan, it's got something for about everybody. But like I said, it's intense. I first saw this movie once on like cable uh, when it was um, like censored, and I was probably a little bit too young to be watching it but i remember watching and thinking like what is this this is crazy uh and you know it was just it was just nuts uh so that is uh, event horizon so a quick recap of everything on iScream, Ustream. uh it's going to be ghosted the charlotte um evil doll like watch these scary movies anthology and lastly event horizon 
And we're going to finish uh, off the Tales from the Crypt this week uh, with a little bit of Shop Smart. Let me grab the music right here. And like I mentioned just a few moments ago, Shop Smart is a little bit of a recap about some of the movies uh, that are out that you can go check on Amazon that I feel like are a good deal. Uh, so let's talk about the first one. Uh, the first one is actually a um, like a set uh, of a television show, and that is Ash versus the Evil Dead. Now, if you have never seen Ash versus the Evil Dead uh, and you're a fan of the original shows, I'm telling you, you need to get out there uh, and watch this. Um, do do like whatever it takes. If you love the Evil Dead, if you love Army of Darkness, you're gonna have a great time uh, with this for sure. Uh, the show has a you know the picks up on the same type of humor, the same type of cheesiness. It is like perfectly in line, uh, and of course you have um, uh, you have Bruce Campbell reprising his role as Ash. Uh, this recently got canceled by Stars, only made it three seasons, and there's really never been a better time for you to pick up a season of this. Um, it is the show is streaming on Netflix, but if you want to have the Blu-ray, you can pick up the first season for nine dollars and sixty-five cents from Amazon Warehouse. So if you're not familiar with Amazon Warehouse is, they uh, it's basically like Amazon's well, look at Amazon's warehouse. Uh, it's their um, it's almost like their used department it's stuff that people have returned and then they list the condition and everything but you can get some awesome deals i feel like to pick up the whole first season for you know for that cheap i feel like you just need to go for it um you know if you have any interest uh, in the show at ever uh, at all uh, and that is ash versus the evil dead never been a better time to pick that up and next up is going to be uh, it um, it was a huge, huge, huge hit, of course, in the theaters. Everybody is nuts about it. And, like, normally this this disc, when it first came out, like, it was $34.95. Like, that's how much it sold for. Like, they did not mess around. Uh, and then it went down to about, like, 24 which is more in line with the cost of, like, a normal Blu-ray. Like, I feel like 19 to 25 you, you really can't complain about. Uh, but right now, it's at the cheapest it's ever been. It's $12.99. That is a steal uh, for it. You know, it hasn't been, it's never been that cheap. Uh, and for a movie that is as popular as it is, what I did there, um, you know, you definitely need to, uh, to go and grab it. And then lastly, rounding it out this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're actually going to do um, a little movie over from our good friends at Arrow Video. Uh, and it's going to be a little bit uh, of a controversial uh, pick, uh, but they were nice enough to send around a, uh, a copy for me to check out. So, um, you know, I definitely want to make sure that uh, I bring it up here. And this is Wes Craven's The Last House on the Left. Now, this is one of Wes Craven's earlier films. And, of course, he's the director of Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, you know, a ton the people under the stairs, a ton of awesome, awesome movies, Red Eye, um, a, a bunch. Uh, and one of his first films, of course, was The Last House on the Left, which a lot of people view as either like a horror classic or maybe it's just like a little bit too much for them. Uh, and to me, I am personally in the realm of I feel like it's a little too much. It's a, it's an, it's well, it's not a little too much. It's a lot too much for me. Um, it's super, super intense. But if this is a movie that you are into, um, this is the release that you want to buy because, of course, it is from Arrow Video and they go, you know, they take it to like the like the nth degree uh, in terms of like like quality re releases. Um, this is uh, it's a new transfer from uh, it's a 2K scan. 
you get six different lobby cards. You get a double-sided poster. Uh, the sleeve for the movie is reversible, so you get to see the original artwork as well as um, some new, uh, newly, commi- uh, newly commissioned artwork. There is a 60-page bound book, which I love when they do this with their different releases because you, know, you get to read about how they put the disc together and everybody that was involved, and it's like 60 pages. Like That's like a little like novel right there. It's insane. Uh, it comes with the unrated cut, of course, uh, and there is also an R-rated cut of the film as well. Um, they have all types of archival footage and commentary with Russ Craven, as well as the producer, Sean Cunningham. Uh, they have a documentary uh, feature uh, about the last, the actual house itself, the last house on the left. Um, they have, um, there, there's so many things. Uh, there's a feature on here uh, called Celluloid Crime of the Century, uh, scoring the last house on the left. That would be awesome, especially if you're into uh, horror scores. Horror scores are super big in the community right now. So many different awesome companies like Waxwork and Mondo uh, and Terrorvision putting out awesome you know, soundtracks. That would be amazing to watch. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, it's only a movie, the making of last house, house on the left. Um, there's all types of new commentary. Uh, from people, deleted scenes, extended outtakes, and dailies, all transferred in HD. Uh, they have trailers, television spots, and radio spots, image galleries, um, and then on top of that, I'm still, I'm still going. Um, they have uh, excerpts from um, some of Wes Craven's uh, shorts. That's called Ta- "Tales That Will Tear Your Heart Out." They have a, a Q&A with Mark Scheffler from a 2017 screaming, uh, screaming, screening of the film uh, at the American uh, Cinematique. Uh, they have a, uh, they have like a, um, an archival featurette all about the first ever uncut screening of the film in the UK. Uh, that would be super interesting because the UK has. Um, you know, super intense, um, like bannings on certain films that they deem to be called what, what they call video nasties, where they didn't have a lot of these horror movies for you know, decades. They could, there was no like real way to get them. So to see like what the reaction was like at that time and to learn about like how they had to get the rights to distribute these movies, um, that would be super interesting as well. Uh, there's another featurette called The Craven Touch, which brings together interviews from uh, Sean Cunningham, uh, Charles Bernstein, the composer for Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, producer. Peter Locke. Uh, it sounds super interesting. And then, of course, they also give you a third disc. So you have the unrated cut and a whole bunch of special features on disc one, the R-rated cut, and even more the special features on disc two. Uh, you get the 60-page booklet. And on disc three, actually, just listen to this in my car, you get the last, ha- last house on the left original motion picture soundtrack. So they have jam-packed this release. Um, Arrow Video really outdone themselves. Uh, so if you aren't a fan of The Last House on the left, this is the disc. The, the, this is what you want. And I really feel like you know they did a really great job with um, the house box set as well as the uh, the Hellraiser box set too. Uh, and The Last House on the left, um, like I, I I hope that they like. I would love to see what other films are going to put out with this much stuff. I really hope that I get to see some, like, it's amazing that they have the soundtrack in there. Uh, I have a lot of horror soundtracks on C- on um, on uh, vinyl, uh, and to be able to listen to it in my car, like, it's a little bit of a process to try to transfer it. Sometimes it comes with digital code, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so the fact that it's just in a CD and I can just pop it in or I can, like, put it on iTunes like even better. Um, this is the type of quality that, you know, that, that you want. Um, 
you get all you get all the things and you can get it all and what's cool is normally i talk about this and maybe it's been out for a little bit uh, but all the stuff is available in the first printing of the set and it hasn't been released yet it comes out on july 3rd so you have a few weeks to pre-order it um you can do it on their website or you can get it on amazon it's 34 dollars 99 thank you guys uh, for uh tuning in to uh tales from the crib Thank you for listening to my rambling as I try to hook you up with all these awesome deals. And please stay tuned for the last show on this triple feature, the Switch It Up show. Dropping out of light at the Alpha Centauri system in three, two, one. gentlemen i heard that you suffer from a terrible terrible horrible itch the itch for the switch it up show my name is glenn and i will be your host on this little bit of a mini episode of the switch it up show as we explore and review and discuss an awesome little game called smoke and sacrifice available in the eShop right now but before we jump into that i'm just going to go ahead and let you enjoy these sweet sweet tunes for just a few minutes more Alright, as I mentioned, this is going to be a little bit of a mini episode of the Switch It Up show. Uh, We're just going to be doing our review of Smoke and Sacrifice as my main man, the Basic Boy at Basic Boy Gaming is out this week. Send him uh, some love. Check him out over on Twitter at Basic Boy Gaming. He does a whole bunch of different playthroughs. He actually had a a playthrough of Earthlock uh, just last week. Um, You should definitely go check him out for all your Switch and gaming needs. He's got some new content on the horizon. He's doing the best that he can, and I'm sure he would love to hear from you. Now, let's talk about Smoke and Sacrifice. Uh, Smoke and Sacrifice is a kind of like this action, and it's not really moments of action, definitely a lot of adventure, and uh, with as well as some aspects of a role-playing game. Uh, they actually categorize it exactly as i said it's a role-playing action adventure game uh it is on the nintendo eShop. it is out right now you can pick it up for 19 dollars 99 and it is eligible eligible ladies and gentlemen for a hundred gold coins when you buy digital 
Now, do you buy physical? Do you buy digital? Let me know over on Twitter, at SwitchItUpShow, and let's talk. Um, a lot of stuff uh, I do end up getting digitally. I'm going to have to try to get some crazy-sized SD card, maybe for Black Friday, see if I can catch me an awesome deal on like something something insanely big i need like a 400 gig or something like that that would be awesome um they do make them believe it or not they're a couple hundred bucks but if i can get one for like you know a little under 100 that'd be awesome you never know you never know maybe we'll do a cool black friday um deal episode that should be a lot of fun go out and see how much stuff we can uh we can get for a great price i'm a big fan of black friday um go back and forth on it but we'll talk about that in november let's talk about smoke and sacrifice i'm gonna go read through uh the synopsis and i'll tell you a little bit about my experience with the game smoke and sacrifice sees sachi a mother forced to give up her son and an adventure into a grotesque underworld on a quest that will lead her to a darker truth Smoke and Sacrifice is an open-world, narrative-driven RPG where exploring living ecosystems is the key to your survival. Craft, fight, and survive, and explore the huge open world in this beautifully hand-painted gothic adventure where every character has to tell their tale. Sachi's home is only one patch of tiny fertile land which remains in an icy wasteland of a world. Her farming community thrives thanks to their devotion to the blazing sun tree, which replaces the lost light of the failed sun. After sacrificing her firstborn to the sun tree, Sachi discovers a darker secret beneath the aura of a priestly benevolence. Will she discover the hidden truth in the secret underworld or perish in its swirling deadly smoke? With the odds stacked against her, strange creatures challenging her every step, and the ever-looming smoke waiting to steal life and memory, will Sachi ever discover the truth of what happened to her son? This game in this description right here is pulling at your heartstrings. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, from the very first time you fire this game up, it will grab you. Uh, like it mentions, you play as Sachi, and the very first thing that they have you do is go and sacrifice your child. They don't really tell you too much about what's going on. Um, and that really is kind of like a almost like a theme in this game um exploring the story is super important and luckily the characters are kind of laid out so well and the narrative is so good that it encourages you to keep playing despite you know not knowing everything that's going on which is fine you're experiencing the story like this is game it's like storytelling uh through a game at at a very very good level um but when one of the very first scenes you actually have to go through uh and well, I mean, you don't have to. You're not physically sacrificing uh, your son in this. You're bringing him up to this to this altar where he vanishes and disappears, and it is um, insinuated that he may be gone or he may be kind of passed on to another dimension or another world within this world. Um, they kind of leave that open to you, and that is like the main like um, quest in this game. You're going through trying to find out what happened to your son and kind of what's going on. This is a huge, huge game, giant, giant map. Luckily, they let you teleport from place to place uh, once you start exploring, so traversing it is really, you know, not too bad. Uh, and even though it's like a big, big map, you would think that you might see a lot of the same places over and over again, but that is not the case. There are a ton of different uh, areas for you to go and explore. You have certain places that look like 
you know, a little bit more like like grassy. You have like grassy knolls. You have these parts that are kind of like almost in this like toxic wasteland underwater type of effects with like like neon lighting here and there. Um, you have others that are more like steampunk setting with all types of like pots and um, you know big machinery around. Uh, then you have other ones which are kind of set in like the tundra with these giant crazy looking like duck like horses walking around i don't really even know how to explain it then you have some other ones that are like um almost like straight out of some of zones that seem like they might be from like sonic um you have a little bit of everything in this there's even there's also this really cool inferno uh level with all types of coal and like mine type things all over the place uh, I, they do an awesome game with all the art, the awesome game. They do an awesome job with all the artwork in this game. Uh, everything is hand drawn as well. So like the fact that someone took the time to sit and make this game look as good as it does is it, like, it, it's, it's amazing. The game looks great. Uh, there is no voiceover in this game. Everything is um, told through text box. And normally I'm a big fan of voiceover. I like hearing like the story unfold. But I feel like the, uh, the text box that pop up in this really kind of, like the, the story is so deep and you want to help Sachi find, you know, her first, her son, uh, that I feel like the text box almost make you pay more attention to it than if it was a voiceover. Like you were lured in when you're playing this game. Um, it unfolds more of like a novel, uh, like a graphic novel. And the fact that it's drawn probably like helps, um, you know, get that across even more. Uh, I, I'm telling you that this is this is a very good like narrative story driven game um, and it grabs you in the beginning almost like in the same similar way I talk about this a lot um, that the, the Walking Dead Telltale does like you identify with these characters and you care about them and you want to get them successfully from point A to point B um, so I feel like that helps and that really helps in this game because they don't really tell you a lot about where to go uh, it's a lot of exploring, um, a lot of crafting, and a lot of like puzzle solving. So you have to be ready to go out there and kind of like you know explore on your own. There are some context clues, but there's not a ton. So you really have to rely on the old noggin uh, to get some of the this stuff done. Um, some people might find that frustrating, uh, but I don't think it's difficult. I just think you have to be ready to go out there, find the supplies that you need, explore do a lot of crafting um a lot of crafting there's a lot of crafting a lot of inventory stuff uh, but if that's the type of game that you're into uh, then you're going to have an awesome time with this game and even if it might not be like your biggest cup of tea like i'm not the biggest crafter um in fact i think like the most advanced crafting that i ever got into uh in, in like gaming um, would be like in dead space so in dead space you get to upgrade some of your weapons with some things that you have laying around but it's really not that involved it's a lot more involved in this game and there are tons more games where it is way more involved than that uh so the crafting part uh it's it's super cool but it's just not it's just not for me um but that being said the story kept me uh going in this one so again this game smoke and sacrifice over on the nintendo eShop. I had a good time with it. If this is your type of game, um, please let me know over on Twitter at Switch It Up Show. Uh, we can talk about it a little bit. Uh, like I said, this game is $19.99 over on the Nintendo eShop. Um, I would probably give this. Um, I'm gonna give it. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give this a 3.75. And the only reason that I'm giving it that and not a four because I feel like four. Four has been like the the score I've been we've been giving out a, a lot lately. But 
you know, we're honest for each and every single game that comes out. The only reason I'm giving this a 3.75 and not a 4 or higher, first of all, 5 is like, 5 is perfection. 5 is this game could not get any better um, for what it is. Um, and this game itself, for me, the reason, and, and that's why I'm giving it the score of 3.75, which is not bad. It's, it's good. That's more than good. Like, like 5 is perfect. 4 is really good. 3 is good. So we're in the middle between good and very good. What makes this not like, uh, like a four or higher for me is that I just couldn't get into the crafting as much. The story is awesome. I really like the story. There's some really, really cool puzzles that you have to do in order to get certain items and kind of keep progressing throughout it. Uh, and that part is a lot of fun, but I just don't really like all the crafting and inventory management. Um, and you know, that's a, that's a big part of this, but what kept me going with it was the story. Um, the characters were so cool. Um, I haven't really, and maybe it's just me, you know, because I'm still I'm still expanding my my genres that I play, and this show has definitely helped me um, open my eyes to a lot of like genres like shooters and puzzles uh, that I normally don't really play. And I do play some RPGs, uh, but this one with all this inventory, normally I would look at it and be like, man, that's not really for me. This might be the game that changed that, that turns it around for you, um, because the story is so good that it might make you like you might realize after playing this you might be like, oh wow, like that inventory management is for me. Um, so this is almost like uh, I feel like it's story and it's like you know quality artwork, um, you know might be a good gateway into this type of genre. So if you have played Smoke and Sacrifice, please let us know over on the Switch It Up Show. Uh, on Twitter. Uh, we would love to hear from you and let us know what else you're playing uh, on the Nintendo Switch. A lot of awesome releases. E3 is right around the corner. Um, all types of great stuff coming out this summer. All types of awesome nindies to talk about. And please, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever get bored, remember, you can just switch it up.